0: You just think we just, you know, whatever happens, we just shit another player. And everything's going to be perfect. All of our fans think that. You all think that. That's what you write about.
1: You don't want to be here. There's a specific reason. Not really, you know, I I think we did a poor job recruiting. If guys are coming in and immediately walking out the door because it was something different than what they thought it would be and we lied to them during recruiting or we we sold them on a dream that wasn't true yeah you know right now uh we have the atmosphere of a a jc softball game you know i mean that's what we are jc softball team as long as you know uh it's 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 not whether you win or lose it's like the, the 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 team that wins is the one that has the most fun you know that crap like that you know all this stuff that's Contaminated America, where they give every kid a trophy and they don't keep scoring in Little League anymore. Is we want to be a big, fast, dominating, aggressive, relentless football team that nobody in the SEC wants to play.
0: Now right, that's
1: also a second in the West, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, hey, I don't like it. It's the only time we're ever getting excited about second. From now on, it's first. Okay. All I want to do is fucking eat. I want you to eat. I want you to. Eat. I want you to want this shit. You want it? You. Want
0: Welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to you big Tennessee homer?
1: Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do the
0: Cochran voice. What's going on? Well, Shane, we weren't scheduled to do a show here on Monday evening, but uh, obviously we had some big breaking news, and as Kirby likes to say there, let's fucking eat because he's eating Nick Saban's strength (laughs) staff here. Scott Cochran, of course. That's why we jumped on here. Stolen away finally from Alabama. Been on staff with Nick Saban since 2007. You know, credited as... Obviously, Nick Saban is the driving force of the Alabama dynasty, but it
1: Mm -hmm. doesn't matter
0: who you ask. It's not Kirby Smart. It's not Jeremy Pruitt. It's Scott Cochran that is integral to that entire run from 2007 to 2020. Scott Cochran finally leaves Alabama after, hell, Kirby tried to hire him as the strength coach when he got the Georgia job. Jeremy Mm -hmm. Pruitt tried to hire him when he got the Tennessee job. Lane Kiffin tried to hire him here at Old Miss offseason. But finally, Scott Cochran leaves Alabama. And it, The important thing to note here, of course, Kirby's taking a bit of a gamble here because he's hiring Scott Cochran, already been announced, the special teams coordinator. So he's moving to an on field role. Georgia's now got a full-time staff. And uh, let's give credit, too, to to uh, Cecil Hurd of the Tuscaloosa News. He was the first one to report this news. But, man, just a stunny, stunner here. Not only just the fact Cochran leaving, but the timing of it also. What's your thoughts on it?
1: <laughs> I haven't seen this type of betrayal since Brutus and Julius Caesar, Mike, you know? <laughs> how long has Kirby been holding on to this thing, you know? Or how long have these guys been actually talking? And, you know, I, I think the first reaction I had was the timing of it all. I mean, we're going into spring right now. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, that's big... You know, the coaches are going to have a lot more interaction with the players, but there's a lot of players that weren't, uh, you know – going to be involved they're going to be more involved with you know rehab and getting ready for fall and you know this is crunch time man this is this is when you build your athletes for fall and uh man you just talk about timing of it all i i see what cochran's doing i i, mean, I know he he wants to be a coach deep down inside he's mm-hmm. you know he, he's at the pinnacle of strength and conditioning but that doesn't i don't think that he wants that to be his only legacy, you know, he wants to move on up the ranks and, and who knows, he may be a fantastic coach, but it was like I said, it's just the timing of it all. You know, Cochran could have left uh, four or five months ago and uh, he's decided to, uh, I don't know, just kind of get one in on Sabin. So it makes you kind of wonder because You've always thought about that respect barrier between Nick Saban and your and the coaching staff. I mean, you've seen it with Sarkeesian turning mm-hmm. down the, the, the Colorado job. Mm-hmm. You know, it just – I don't know. It just makes me feel like there may have been a little something behind the scenes we're unfamiliar with. you got bigger problems. Pull, pull, pull. Give me that. Give me that. Oh, I can't get it. Yeah, that's my ball.
0: Yeah. Yeah, know it's interesting you hit on, you know, Cochran's desires here and his aspirations because if you look at it, I believe he was scheduled to make somewhere in the neighborhood of 650000 next year. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. not, not a figure to, you know, look down upon, but I don't think you're going to find anyone that says he's not the best strength and conditioning coach or, you know, in the top two or three. Yet yeah. you look at Steve Sarkeesian – who, not saying he's a bad coach by any means, but he's scheduled to make $2.5 million next year. So, I mean, you're talking a huge disparity there. So, you know, yeah. I think I have heard Cochran does want to be a head coach one day, and he's just probably never really going to get there if he's just going to be a strength coach. You know, I mean, that would have been quite the leap to make. He'd probably have to go down to, like, a Division II school or something. But this will be his path now. He's going to Georgia. It's a little bit of a risk by Kirby Smart because, you know, Certainly, Scott Cochran has been involved with Alabama since two thousand and seven, and you know been working hand in hand with Nick Saban. I'm not saying yeah. you know he's a fool when it comes to X's and O's or anything, but first time coach taken over for Scott Fountain, a former special teams coordinator who's now at Arkansas. So, uh, like I said, a little bit of a gamble here for Kirby Smart. I don't think it's going to prove to be that big of a gamble. I think this is huge for recruiting, especially. Not the – my God, Georgia need more help in recruiting? No, they do not, but they're going to likely get it from Scott Cochran. Uh Uh-huh. The key issue here, in my mind, is Alabama. This hurts Alabama. And if that's – if you're Georgia and Kirby Smart, that's your ultimate goal here is to hurt the team that you cannot climb over. And it it just says to me that, you know, obviously – Nick Saban is the foundation of Alabama's dynasty, but it's almost like the foundational wall has just been taken out by Kirby Smart. I think it's that big of a deal. And that's not to suggest that Alabama, you know, it's just they should give up on next season. I, I don't know that this losing Scott Cochran does a whole lot of damage for the 2020 Rock. season, but where I think it affects it is 2021 and moving forward. And this is just not yet another sign. And I think Cochran is – You know, broadcasting this to the world that Nick Saban's time
1: might be nearing an end. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, that's that was you. That's kind of weighing on you, you know, because you you never saw stuff like this three or four years ago. You know, I mean, even Kirby stuck around probably longer than he should have Mm -hmm. before he took a head coaching position, and I think that had more to do with the respect for Saban, but. I don't know. Maybe it's writing on the wall. I don't know. Maybe it's wishful thinking, too. I mean, let's, let's don't get too carried away. There's a chance Saban may coach for another 15 years. You know, he's in great shape for his age. But in the back of your mind, you're starting to wonder when you see moves like this, just what is the stability of this program moving forward? What is being – you know what's being said to these recruits. You know, especially now more than ever, Georgia is a a powerhouse recruiting, and you know Kirby's going to be out there saying, hey, listen, there's a reason the strength and conditioning coach came over here, because... I'm telling you, Saban ain't gonna be there much longer. He's not gonna get to see you graduate. So this is an intriguing move. I I think I think Georgia got a got a hell of a coach too because you got to think. I mean, Cochran's been there since Saban got to Tuscaloosa, and Mm -hmm. you know he's he's learned a lot of things inside and out of of how to run a a top notch program. So I think there's some things that Kirby's gonna be able to lean on Scott and say, hey, we know how they do things in Alabama. So. Uh, I think he's a huge tool, even though he's just doing, um, you know, uh, special teams. And I'm just more concerned with Alabama. I mean, they're going to have to rush to find a a replacement because the last thing you need is a bad strength and conditioning coach. We've seen so many programs in the past. My my dear volunteers, you know, we went through a couple of years of just some garbage conditioning coaches. and And it really showed up in the fall when we could keep no one healthy.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's one of the you know you could probably do a 30 for 30 on tennessee's 2016 team but (laughs) that was a major issue is they essentially did not have a strength and conditioning coach leading into that they they fired someone but uh no need to go down that road but what what are your thoughts on this shane Uh, let's give credit to this guy kyle henderson he writes for rivals he's one of the alabama rivals guy Uh, according to his sources saying that you know, Alabama had a team meeting here at three o'clock. Sabin informed the team that Scott Cochran had left to go to Georgia, but they did not allow Cochrane to address the players. Uh, do you take any issue with that, or is it in your mind, hell, he's going to Georgia, you know, get him the hell out of here? I mean, I don't know. What's your thoughts
1: on that? Again, I think something's going on behind the scenes because that doesn't make sense either. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a strength and conditioning coach spends so much time with these players more individually than Nick Saban does. In fact, you could say you could venture to say he has a better relationship with each and every player on that team than Nick does. And I, I, I think something happened, uh, or this would have been handled differently. I think Scott would have left earlier. I think he would have been able to address the team uh, because he's been a part of the life. Some of these kids, four or five years, you know.
0: Yeah, and at this time of year, obviously Nick Saban is the head coach, but it's almost like these strength and conditioning coaches are the are the real head coaches because
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know they the head coaches are limited in what they can do, and right now it's all about the strength and conditioning staff and where they guide the players, getting them ready for spring football. And now that spot is vacated. I would imagine you know he's got plenty of guys working under him that have experience, so no real issue to name an interim there, but. I don't know, for anyone thinking that, uh, hell, Alabama, I know they've been struggling a little bit with injuries here the last couple years. Maybe this isn't that big of a deal. He just goes so far beyond, you know, your typical strength coach. I mean, hell, they got – he's on commercials with Saban. Uh, (laughs) They use him on, like, promo videos in the stadium. Uh, From what I understand, you know, when there's an issue that a player – doesn't feel comfortable going to Sabin, They go to Cochran. You know what I mean. Right. So this is the this is like their guy on staff, and based on everything you're seeing on Twitter from former players, I mean they understand that this is going to be a guy that is essentially irreplaceable in the, in those aspects. Not the strength and conditioning necessarily, but just everything he brings with the program. He was even with Nick Saban at LSU when they won the national championship. So he's been there with Nick Saban for every single national championship. And I don't know, this is just massive blow for Alabama. And it's almost another, you know, Kirby Smart and Georgia still haven't beaten Alabama. But (laughs) it seems like they keep beating them in recruiting. They're beating them sometimes (laughs) with these, you know, coaching moves. And it just makes it seem inevitable that they're finally going to beat them. And, hell, they're going to have their chance. We hit on it, uh, you know, on our best games of the first month of the season. How much more does this hype up that Georgia's trip to Alabama, week three of the season. Scott Cochran's going to return to Tuscaloosa.
1: <laughs> My goodness, Shane, I didn't think this game could get any more hyped, but here we are. <laughs> oh, man. You know, there's like the- – Nick's probably like, golly, there's like 120 other teams you could have went to, you know? (laughs) It's just like, you pick somebody like Georgia. I mean, just four hours away, it just blows my mind. Uh, This is, I mean, this is February news, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. This rivalry uh, is going to get a little, and I love, like you said, there's a lot of Alabama fans coming out saying, you know, well, you know, the injuries and stuff, this is a good thing, you no, but then you got to look at you know the the players that he was able to develop and get ready for the NFL mm-hmm. I mean it's just amazing you do that through strength and conditioning and um the the the, the guys an absolute you know powerhouse with strength and conditioning. it just kind of I'm kind of curious what I know he's special teams Mike but there's a part of you is going to say how much is he going to be involved in you know, with the strength and conditioning, uh, maybe with the coach, you know, maybe getting with I – I don't even know who, the, who Georgia's strength and conditioning coach is.
0: Uh, Scott Sinclair. He's an outstanding one himself.
1: Oh. oh, okay. We'll see. I should probably do a little more research on that. <laughs> but, you know, those two getting together, I'm sure they're going to uh, powwow and talk notes, you know, shop. Oh, yeah, and- without a doubt. You know, so I I think that's a big one. You know, Georgia had a, uh, a tough time keeping people healthy last year. So maybe if there's something Sinclair can uh, take from Cochran, you know.
0: Now, last thing I wanted to ask you about this, Shane, does, what does this do, if anything, in your mind to this rivalry now between Kirby Smart and Nick Saban? You think, I got to imagine Nick Saban's pretty pissed off. And, you know, it there's speculation that, you know, they don't really get along after – Kirby left and stole recruiting info. And, you know, I wonder if uh, Kirby called Scott Cochran and said, hey, you know, make sure you take photos of the recruiting board before you leave
1: down there. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, if you can't beat them, poach them, Mike. You know, just <laughs> take all the coaches and uh, their players. So, uh, you know, I, this, this is going to be the game mm-hmm. of the year when these two play. Uh, you know, short of maybe – You know, I mean, there's still some great games. I mean, it's the fact that this is so early in the season. This is all anyone's going to be talking about, especially during media days and with all this extra drama going on. So, Mm -hmm. uh, man, just when you thought Leach and Lane were going to be the talk (laughs) of the West, man, you know? You got uh, uh, Kirby coming in to Tuscaloosa and stealing the all. I mean, I... It's almost worth it not seeing those commercials anymore. I ain't going to lie. I, 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 don't get me wrong, but I thought that Affleck commercial, all of them I think are dumb, but that one right there was probably the dumbest one with, with Scott yelling. And then, you know, maybe he got mad, you know. He's trying to tell him not to do that, and, you know, he's making a sandwich and gave him that look, you know. Saban probably gives him that look all the time, so he's probably just just tired of it wants to try something different who knows coach may have been promising him something in the background that we didn't know about and he just it just never came fruition now he gets his chance man but i'll tell you georgia special team sucks next year he better start looking for a strength and conditioning <laughs> job <laughs> they ain't gotta so it sounds they,
0: like you won't be looking forward to uh kirby smart and scott cochran regions commercial or anything huh
1: no. No. <laughs> oh man. They should do a hair commercial, you know? <laughs> like sports clips or something. You know? <laughs> oh shit.
0: All right, Shane. So I mean that's all we really wanted to hop on here. This is kind of a emergency podcast. We've got some really good stuff lined up here vanderbilt and south carolina i forgot sorry about that gamecock fans they the gamecocks are also kicking off spring practice this week so we'll hopefully have some coach comments here that are pretty good we've got some terrific guests lined up this week a lot of coverage coming you know it's the off season but you know we still still want to give you the uh, best sec football podcast out there got to give you some content (laughs) all across the league you got anything else before we hop off here buddy
1: no, I love it, man. February drama, man. Right before Valentine's Day. I bet he's not getting a card. <laughs> hey, just a reminder, if you listen to this and you ain't got your lady or your husband or your boyfriend or whoever your, your significant other is, maybe kids or something, you run out and get them Valentine's card because, you know, if it saves one life, Mike, it's worth it. Wait, what's, Valentine's was like two weeks ago. Was it?
0: I guess Shane's wife <laughs> didn't oh, get shit. nothing.
1: I wonder if she's so mad. <laughs> is <laughs> it really? I'm pretty sure it oh. was February 14th. Oh, shit. What holiday? Is there a holiday right now? Easter? Oh, Easter, maybe? Easter's coming sleep. up? Leap year? You know, that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Shane's had oh, a couple. He, he's celebrating oh, this, see, this Scott Cochran right. news a little that's too right. hard. You know what it is, Mike. This, this computer... It's got this heart rate thing down here at the bottom. I don't know what it means, but it's—I guess it means I've got like good signal, uh-huh. and it just keeps pumping. So I'm, and plus I've been drinking. Maybe I'm thinking Valentine's and love's in the air. We got coaches leaving each other. There's betrayal everywhere. It's like a fantastic soap opera. So, uh, can we cut all that out, <laughs> or is this going to be like in the the trash section at the end? <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: it's perfect the way it is, buddy. All
1: right. Yeah, it's it's unfiltered uh, emergency podcast. All right, man. I got to go to bed. All I right. Get
0: all right, Shane. Well, thanks for uh, jumping on this late one here. And like I said, we will got some more SEC coverage. I know there's stuff all across the league. Uh, still a little bit of a slow time, but we should have a couple more episodes coming this week. It's got some really good stuff. So be on the lookout for that. And as Shane always likes to remind everybody, if you got that Apple iPhone. Give us a five-star heart rating and review. Shane will read those live on the air, but that's going to do it for this one. Thanks for joining me, Shane. As always, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one.
1: All right, see you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. (laughs)
0: give it to me, yeah! Bam. Ho, ho, ho! Ready, ready! Stop, drop, get down! Keep your chest up.
1: Because, like I tell the guys when they come through, you're a you're a Bentley right now. I'm just gonna put spinners on that thing. Yes, sir! High knees. <laughs> I've I've been drinking a little bit, Mike. You yep, know, so that's all right.